Okay, so last so last time we did a we uh, we did a QP Mayo spoiler cast, right? We did, yes. Okay, so I ate something new mm-hmm. within the last month. Uh, so I, I I got to try the double down, <laughs> uh, which is a monstrosity from KFC. It's two chicken patties, cheese, bacon, and mayo. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Um, they brought it back, and I tried it, and I'm like, this is fine. Did, like, it's not terrible. Did you put the QP mayo on it? I did not put the QP mayo on it. I, If we recall the last episode, I did not really like QP mayo. I also did not like the QP mayo. But maybe KFC yeah. can fix that. I don't know if they still have it. I think it was only back for a month. I, I look. I had it probably once, many, many moons ago when it first came out. Yeah, like nine years ago. I'm like, this is fine. Yeah. It's. Fine. Oh. it's... The way how people talk about, it, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be disgusting, and I'm like, no, this is just. Like normally, when I get chicken sandwiches, I would eat two chicken sandwiches, and this just gets rid of the bread. Yeah. I so. Know. Yeah. Who needs bread? Bread's overrated. Fuck bread. Is the double down keto friendly? Uh, well, I mean, it's all fat, so I would assume so. Probably. Oh, Brent, so just yeah. so you know, uh, there's one more day yeah. left on the uh, double down. <laughs> oh, there you go. You can get it tomorrow and add it to your media thread. <laughs> uh, no, I'm good, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway it's been a minute uh mm-hmm. since the last episode because mm-hmm. uh, we're both dealing with new work schedules it's is true yeah but we did go th- we we have played some stuff but that, at least i did did you i mean i i played stuff i just haven't beat stuff so i don't <laughs> okay like I can give my brief overview of the things I played. I uh, I played the new Fire Emblem Wowie. That sure is a Fire Emblem game. Is it a good Fire Emblem? I really hate that the main character's stupid fucking character design is a plot point. I love the character design. It's so good. Fuck you, Brit. Anyways, <laughs> and, and I played some Ishin. I am thirty hours in. I'm in chapter five. <laughs> hey, that's a good segue. You want to talk about Ishin? I, I, I beat that. He, he beat that. I have not. I'm on chapter five because I do all the side shit. <laughs> I do most of the side shit if it gets in front of me, but this is also... So Ishin, it's the re-release of Like a Dragon Ishin that was a PS4 launch title. Mm-hmm. And now it's out. It's got a new shiny coat of paint in Unreal Engine 4... And now it's localized and stuff. And but because this is a game that came out mm-hmm. between Yakuza Five and Zero, it doesn't mark any of the fucking side quests on your map. Which is it's fine. You just got to do the annoying. one sub story, and it tells you where the sub stories are at. Cause you get a hat. What? What? Yeah, Hold so, on. What? Yeah, there's a, there's a sub story where you have to fight a bear. I didn't fucking you, see that at all. And after you kill the bear, you get the hat that tells you what the sub-stories are. I think my sub-story completion, I got over, I think I got over 60% of them, I think. 
But did you do with Tom? Because he's my favorite. Is that the guy wearing the red, white, and blue kimono? Yeah. <laughs> Love Tom. He's great. Because I did not do that one. Oh. Oh, but that's... I did... Oof. Yeah, I did... Uh... I did uh, several of them. I did the one where your clothes get stolen whenever you're at the bath. Oh, yeah, because it's just like, oh, we were arresting you because you're naked. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty good. Um, there's a crime one where you have to, like, uh, you talk to the people and then you figure out it's it's like a riddle of who uh, who done it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because that one. Yeah, so uh, I, because I, I did tweet out this picture of oh, what, what Tashi Tom Dosu, please tell me your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, foreign man. Also, I got all that DLC because I got the collector's edition. Because I like giving sake of my money. I got uh, the regular physical edition, then I got the digital deluxe upgrade. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, the one of the swords you get, I forget if it was like free DLC or like pre-order or whatever. Yeah, uh, it it just carried me through the entire game. <laughs> You see, I was using that, but then I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't beat these challenges to get certain things, so I need to upgrade my sword. So I actually need to use the upgrade material DLC to upgrade my sword and not sell it for money. Hmm. I looked at the upgrade menu, and I'm like, this is... The, I don't like the way this is laid out. I'm going to ignore it. So my gun was really weak the entire time. Uh, it's fine. But did you get the, the 100 Rio? For uh, the Haruka sub story, uh, I didn't do any of her sub story stuff. Oh, I forgot wow. the farm existed. <laughs> wow, what a bad uncle! There's a part at the end of the game where they're like, "I need to go say goodbye to Haruka," and I'm like, "Fuck, wait a minute!" <laughs> I completely forgot Haruka existed in this game. <laughs> no, so my problem is right because I sold all the upgrade stuff. I had way over a hundred like Rio by the time it was came to that. But the game's like, yeah, you can only do it in increments of 20. And I'm like, this hmm. is dumb. And you can only do it after you do the uh, the delivery, like, little subsystem. After you've earned enough money. And it's like, this is stupid. <laughs> Let me pay it off yeah. now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I really enjoyed Ishin. Mm -hmm. uh, it's pretty good. I, I think, because... What I always heard about Ishin, it's like, oh man, it's one of the, it's one of the best in the series, and I finally get to it. I'm like, that's all right. I don't like it as much as others, but <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, let me see. I have, I made an updated version of my Like a Dragon ranking. Let me see if I find that. I, I know you're talking shit about the Wild Dancer style. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like Wild Dancer. Get, get, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Get fucked, nerd. That's the best style. Gun the sword, baby. It is, Let's go. It, it is pretty good. Um, I ended up sticking with sword style most of the time, though. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you didn't you didn't switch over to the the broken style that is a gun where you can stand at a distance, just keep shooting them, and they can't get up. I did do that a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> brawler style is just kind of trash. Yeah, it's it's especially because it's like you get equipment for the other styles that make you stronger, but you don't for brawler. So you're just punching people. If they gave you brass knuckles, then maybe it would probably help offset it. Mm -hmm. Nah, boxing gloves. That that would put, work too. Yeah. Put, put Kiryu in the octagon. 
But yeah, I think uh, I think Yushin's pretty good. If you're a fan of the series, definitely get it. Yes, uh, I am. Yeah, it's yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was trying to find my ranking list that I made because I I made a new one. I forget where the fuck I put it. Hold on. Oh, here it is. I put it on this. I put Ishin on the same level as Yakuza Four. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. these, these are really good. But where is Yakuza Two on this list? Yakuza Two is up a rank. But is it the best one? No. Wow, what terrible taste. My top rank is seven, Lost Judgment, and zero. Wow, not two. <laughs> Like, hey, two is really good. Scientifically, the best one. But anyways, <laughs> uh, it it does have that line, "I peacocked your mom," which is pretty good. Uh, um, oh, also one other thing is, uh, so porting it to Unreal Engine five caused mm. some weird stuff. Have you seen any graphical glitches in cutscenes? You know, what? I haven't. I'll be honest. There was a cutscene where, um, uh. It was cutting between Ryoma and someone else, mm-hmm. but when it was cutting to someone else, the camera was pointed at the floor, <laughs> and did, I couldn't see them. It was it was they wanted to spoil who it was, but it was a mystery. No, because it was very obvious, like obviously supposed to be someone. I I looked at the cutscene later, and I'm like, oh, it was just a weird glitch. Okay. Also, the lighting looks weird, especially under like fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I'm still early on in the game. I'm I'm only at chapter six, bro. Chapter five, chapter six. I think there's fourteen chapters. Yeah, I'm not even halfway through yet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, did you play anything else? Uh, uh, I'm be honest. I'm pretty sure no. Okay. Well, I'll get on with that. What I've been playing, uh, kind of the exact opposite here. I've beaten. I think it's... Let me check my backlog. How many games have I beaten this year? 14 so far. <laughs> so I'll hit up the stuff that... Uh, like kind of the smaller stuff I did before I got to the, the big thing I'm doing now. Uh, at the beginning of the year, I finished rereading uh, Higurashi Chapter 8, a visual novel. I did the version on Steam with the new translation. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that was nice. Mm-hmm with the voice acting and stuff. I'm like, okay, that was good. Mm-hmm. Glad I went back to that. I I played a game called Asta Libra Revision. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a game that's on Steam right now. It is a 2D side-scroller action RPG, mm-hmm. and it's made by one person. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is that, like... Because you've played, like, one-man uh, indie projects, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, like, uh, Undertale... Like, yeah, other people worked on it, but it was mainly Toby Fox and... Yeah. Uh, Stardew Valley was one, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this was made by, you know, one person. However, uh, despite the fact that he's not very good at art mm-hmm. and, like, background stuff, like, I'll... Let me... Show, let me post a screenshot at you. Hold on. See what this game looks like. This game is like... It looks like it's cobbled together with stock assets. 
Hold on, let me think. Yeah, there we go. I'll just send that to you. So that that's what the game looks like. Uh, yes, I love Win, Win, uh, not fucking Windows Movie Maker, RPG Maker. <laughs> yeah, it kind of has like that uh, kind of like cheap aesthetic, but despite all of that, it's really fantastic. Mm -hmm. Like it has, uh, its gameplay is incredibly fun and addictive. It's um, the game has three different progression systems slapped onto it. Okay. So every time you level up, you get points you can put into all of your stats, mm -hmm. which this is a game where the luck stat is important because it de determines how much experience gets dropped by enemies. Okay. And, like, what other drops they have. There's a skill tree system. The skill tree is so big it needs its own map. <coughs> which, you know, I can, I can find a screenshot of that, too, and send it to you. Uh, and then there's um, the weapons that you get uh, whenever... All of your weapons have levels, and then whenever they level up, you... Here we go. Oh, oh, show, show on disc. Come on, Steam. Here we go. Um, and so whenever uh, you level up a weapon, you get a skill from that weapon. Okay. And so it's it can be stuff like, uh, that's how you get the double jump skill, mm -hmm. and you equip, equip that. There you go. You can look at the... Mm -hmm, a bit mm -hmm. of the skill tree, uh, and here's it a little later on. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> it's, it's insane how big the skill tree is. <laughs> um, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and then you get, you get skills from weapons that you can equip. There's one skill in particular. It makes it so you die in one hit, but your damage is like multiplied by the extreme Dante must die and he, it's more uh kind of mm -hmm. no not Dante must die what's the other mode it's like hell or hell or something oh like hell that. and hell or whatever yeah yeah and so um yeah and so but what you can do is you can un equip and unequip skills at any time okay so you build up the boss's stagger gauge, make it stagger, go into the menu, turn on that skill, and just wail on it. Okay. And you can also take a potion to respec your stats at, at any time. Okay. So generally what the game wants you to do is put throw all of your points into luck so you can get a lot of experience and crafting materials. Okay. Then, okay, I'm going to go fight a boss, uh, respec all of my stats, get it all off of luck, and put it all back into strength or something. Okay. Yeah, and... It's really cool, and also it has, like, a really good and interesting story, too. I was really surprised by that. Um, the localization isn't that good. Mm. They're working on a fix for it. The Switch version is supposed to launch later this year, and I think they're going to have a new translation for it. Okay. Um, but if you can deal with kind of janky, like, kind of a janky translation, I'd say go for it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The game's really good, and then I beat the game, and... I started doing the post-credit stuff. They add a fourth progression system in the post-credit stuff. <laughs> and this is that your weapons can get boards. It, yeah, they can have three weapon boards attached to them. The weapon boards have gem slots that you can do to, like, get extra strength or extra points in something. Or you can get one of those weapon skills I talked about, and it will switch the effect of the skill. Mm -hmm. 
it's like there's one that tells you how many chests are on a screen and it would change it to I think it was like uh, you don't need a key to open up chests or something okay yeah it's it, it kind of feels like a mess all the time but it really comes together in an interesting way mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, probably one of my favorite games that came out last year okay okay and then after that I Oh, God, right. I decided to play the Caligula effect. <laughs> Caligula. Because I didn't know what to play. Have you, have you played that? No, I've heard of it. Okay, so the reason why people have probably heard of Caligula effect, it's written by the guy that wrote Persona 1 and Persona 2. Hmm. And the, the do you know what the plot synopsis is? I cannot recall off the top of my head, no. Okay, so there is a Vocaloid mm -hmm. called Mew. And she gets so tired of people making her sing these depressing songs, she traps all of these people in a virtual world. Mm -hmm. And this world is like, uh, it's like, oh, it's their ideal world where they can live out their dreams and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you basically join a club called the Go Home Club mm -hmm. in order to get out. Mm -hmm. uh, it, first off, I'll start with some stuff that I liked. It has really good music. Uh, it it does a thing where uh, the field theme is like an instrumental. You go into battle, then the vocals kick in, and the boss of the dungeon has a remix of that song. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like yeah, the music is pretty good, and uh, some of the character stories are interesting. Mm -hmm. um, outside of that, though, the game is not good. <laughs> Why, Brent? like? It's a first off. It's a Vita as Vita RPG. <laughs> it is very low budget. Um, the gameplay sucks. Someone described to me it's like you're playing, uh, like Audacity. Mm -hmm. Like you have to set up your skills on a timeline, and then the battle plays out, and the skills will happen as they are on the timeline. Mm -hmm. And just. The game is, like, it has all these, like, mechanics, but the game is piss easy. You can just auto-battle through everything, which I ended up doing because I was getting tired of the fucking battle system. Mm -hmm. uh, and then... Like, and then the story stuff. Like, the story, it has, it has ideas in it that are interesting, but I don't think it... It, like, capitalizes on them at all. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the character stories are cool. Like, you have, like, little, like, social link-like stuff with them. And some of them are interesting. The other stuff is, like, this person's like, oh, I I used to be a troll on the internet. <laughs> I'm like, this is your trauma? What? what? Uh, there's also some stuff. There's a character who is, uh, this is slight spoilers, there's a character who's trans and... Okay. The game doesn't handle it very well. Because uh, in the virtual world, they're like this cute high school girl. In real life, they're like a 30-year-old overweight guy. And it's like... I don't know, the game feels really mean-spirited towards them a lot of the time. Oh man, it uh, sounds like me, for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a scene. One of your party members... It, th this comes out of nowhere. One... <laughs> One of your party members sees some fat people, and and then they're like, 
don't you just fucking hate fat people? And I'm like, well, where, where is this coming from? Oh, that is, that's, that's me right there, for real, for real. <laughs> and then you do her side story, and uh, her mom was someone who was overweight, and her mom was made fun of, which caused her to develop an eating disorder. Mm. And she's actually hospitalized for malnourishment. Mm. And I'm like, that's the bones of a good story. I feel like the execution is way off. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. The game's pretty mid, and I'm like, these all all of these ideas sound really cool, and like maybe in a, they would be cool in a better game. Every person I've talked to is like, that's the second game, Caligula Effect Two. Mm-hmm. Apparently that game is way better, so I'll probably play that at some point this year, maybe mm -hmm. or next year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, another thing I played, I finally went through Chaos Head Noah. The visual novel came out last year. The fan translation patch that makes it better came out this year. Uh, whose eyes are those? That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, whose eyes are those eyes? Yeah, that's all I know. So, uh, Sonomed, Dara Nomad, yeah. Um, Chaos Head's really good. Uh, it's... A part of the science adventure series that Steins Gate is a part of. Uh, Noah fixes my biggest problem with the original, which is that the side characters felt like they didn't do much, and now this one gives them routes. Uh, Jojo Part uh, 6. Right, yeah, none of them <laughs> go to prison or anything like that. I'm just saying, because all the side characters are trash, but anyways. <laughs> um... Did you see that video that Super Eye Patch Wolf put out today? I, I saw that, and I'm like, oh, John, you disappoint me. And then I never watched it. <laughs> I'll watch it at some point. And I like Stone Ocean. I think it's all right. Instead, I watched Kamen Rider Geats. Ooh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, we should probably end the episode with a Geats segment. Oh, it's going to be really good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Noah fixes my biggest problem. It gives the characters actual routes and gives them more screen time and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, what's weird is that what it does is is you, when you play the game normally, you get the normal ending. Then you have to do the character routes then to get the true ending. Mm -hmm. The problem is that the difference between the normal and true ending is uh, right at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. So you get all the way to the end, and then it's like, no, go back and do these character routes. And then I go do those... And then I go back and finish and get, like, the last ten minutes of the game. Mm -hmm. Which is weird. Uh, I don't know. They probably could have done it better. But overall, it's really good. I'm glad I could finally read Chaos at Noah. Okay. Uh, I played through Hi-Fi Rush. Did you, did you touch that at all? No. Yeah. So Microsoft surprise dropped, or shadow dropped, I guess, a... Uh, a new game from Tango Gameworks called Hi-Fi Rush which is really interesting. Basically it is a game where uh, it is a rhythm music game. Uh, not really a rhythm game. I don't know how to describe it because basically you have to hit your attacks on the beat of the song in order for them to like come out properly. And everything moves on the beat, and it's really cool. Uh, I kept getting confused because I kept trying to hit the buttons on the rhythm and not the beat, which those are two two, two different things. Beats a constant, like 
like that and rhythm goes with the flow of the song i don't i'm not a musically inclined person i can't describe it but yeah overall hi-fi rush was really was really cool uh i think that its story was really funny and it surprised me in a lot of ways in that regard um although i think a couple of the encounters in the game are just kind of annoying to bad uh the fighting against the bird enemies sucks Mm -hmm. there's um an enemy i can only describe as it moves like that guy from undernight in birth with the wavy (laughs) arms that enemy sucks to fight there's a boss fight like the second to last big boss fight of the game just kind of sucks uh but other than that like yeah i think it's pretty fun um i haven't replayed any of the stages because they have a lot of unskippable dialogue that plays over the movement of the stages in it but yeah i don't know it was yeah it was surprisingly fun uh good choices for the licensed music too they got uh some nine inch nails and joy from uh joy formidable and stuff like that yeah i fire rush was pretty good uh Oh, you know, before recording, we were talking about uh, tax returns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I spent my tax return on something. Uh, like I used, I used uh, all, all of my tax return to put it towards something. I bought something that's called a mister. Oh, I, I've seen you, you put tweets out about that. Yeah, the mister, it's basically a hyper-accurate emulation machine. You can emulate... It emulates a lot of, like, old arcade games and old consoles. Uh, the most powerful it can do is PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, and PlayStation 1 emulation is really good. And it is on the expensive side, if especially if you're someone who wants to buy... You don't want to put it together. You want to buy it pre-built. Mm-hmm. Those run from, like, $600 around there, which gets really pricey. Uh, right. Or I, what I did was I bought the main board... And then I bought a kit that had everything else to put it together, and it was a little cheaper than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played some games on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I booted up the Neo Geo Core. I played a game called Money Puzzle Exchanger, <laughs> which is a fun puzzle game. It's kind of like... Is it bu- kind of like Bubble Bobble? Okay. Except with like, a, uh, like yen coins. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. Uh, Neo Turf Masters on the Neo Geo is one of the best golf games ever made. Mm-hmm. It's a ton of fun, just arcade golf. Have you ever played a Sega CD game mm-hmm. called The Masked Rider, Common Rider Zoe? See, I, I feel like I, I should know what this is, but I don't. And I also feel like I should be pronounced Joe because I feel like that's a Z in there and I know the Japanese and the Z is pronounced as J. Hold on, let me send a... <laughs> box looks like hold on that's yeah that's that's pronounced joe right but uh oh okay it's pronounced joe okay yeah because um because the z is a j that's why it's comrade geo or a super sentai zoo ranger instead of a zoo ranger but anyways okay that makes sense anyway uh this is a bad fmv game <laughs> it looks uh, like it it what's interesting is they dubbed it for the English release. Oh no. Which is uh I think this is the only I was gonna say this is the only piece of dubbed Kamen Rider content that is not true. It gets dubbed in Hong Kong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have all of the Common Rider Wizard dub for some reason. Oh no. 
because someone found it. Anyway, it's a really bad FMV game, but I guess it's kind of neat mm-hmm. um, in that regard. Uh, now, skip ahead about some of the stuff I played to quickly touch on Square Enix Shadow Drop. Uh, not really Shadow Dropped. It was announced in the Japanese Nintendo Direct earlier this year. Mm-hmm. A visual novel called Paranorma Sight, The Seven Mysteries of Hanjo. Mm-hmm. It's a really good, like, mystery visual novel. It's only it took me about, like, 13 hours to read through all of it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, 20 bucks. Uh, it's fantastic. So I highly recommend it to... two visual novels than you've read this year, Brent. I... Because I forgot about this one. <laughs> this one is also a little more interactive, too. There's, like, some puzzle-solving stuff. Oh, so it's Zero Time Escape. It reminds me of Zero Escape in a couple ways. Mm-hmm. I will say it, it it does. Uh highly recommend Paranormal Sight. It's one of those games where I don't really want to say too much cuz I don't want to give anything away. Okay. Yeah, it's like 20 bucks on either the Switch or Steam. So Yeah, highly recommended. Uh and then I decided to take on the task. I was like, "Hey, Final Fantasy 16 comes out this year." Mhm. What if I got what if I played through all of the mainline Final Fantasy games that I missed? See, I was waiting for this, so when we get the two, I can tell that fucking story. Okay. Well, first I gotta talk about one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Final Fantasy 1. First off, I played the Pixel Remasters for all the classic ones mm-hmm. that, uh, that I missed. Those are good versions if you mod the font. Right. I changed it to the Mystic Quest font, and it looks good. Mm-hmm. Like. It just kind of, like, uh, there's a couple instances where the text kind of runs out of the spot it's supposed to be in, but other than that, yeah, it's perfectly fine. Um, And they all have really good arranged music, too. Mm -hmm. But Final Fantasy 1, it is cool to go back and see the beginning of the series, see Mm -hmm. where that started. Um, It has some interesting ideas, but aside from that, I I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if I would ever replay this. Mm -hmm. Like, it's neat. Uh, I think the the magic charge system it uses instead of MP is weird. Right. Because basically you have, like, uh, different levels of magic. You equip three spells per level. Yep. And then uh, you get a certain amount of charges per level that you can use. Yeah, it's like D&D. It's almost like... You're right, it is, it, it is like D&D. I didn't even realize that. It's, it's almost like they stole the entire system off D&D. In fact, they even had an enemy called the Beholder, and they were going to get sued by Wizards of the Coast, because Beholder is a copyrighted term. So they had to change it to Evil Ooh. Eye. I did not know that. Yeah, but it's funny, because Wizards of the Coast got sued by the Tolkien Foundation, because in first edition of D&D, halflings were called hobbits. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Today's episode, uh, I have all the fun facts because I have no other content. <laughs> but yeah, Final Fantasy One is cool. I don't know if I would ever replay it. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's it's very basic in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Final Fantasy Two, I got suspended on Twitter for a tweet. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, no, you weren't suspended. You got your account locked. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It yeah. Was. So anyway. Uh, so years ago, I remember someone telling me, yeah, Final Fantasy II has the same leveling system as Skyrim. Yeah. And I was like, what? Right. Kind of, and I then I I play through the game, and I'm like, oh, wow, you're totally right. In order to level up your stats, you have to use something associated with the stats. So, for example, if you wanted to uh, level up your health, an exploit to do that is you just punch your party members. Yeah. 
So I, 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 I tweeted I, I, out mm -hmm. a quick tip. You gain more health by kidding yourself. <laughs> and Tori's like, hey, that's hate speech. That's a crime. Why I'm like, you, I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> why are you promoting self-harm? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? It's funny that happened to two different people who tried to give me a tip on how to level up. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, but anyway, it was, uh... Yeah, Final, Final Fantasy 2 is uh, probably my least favorite in the series. That's fair. It's... The leveling system's kind of weird, and... Man, the... I appreciate how it's, like... Trying to be more of a story-focused thing. I don't think it really succeeds all that well. Mm -hmm. uh, like, things like the keyword system, where you get keywords from talking to people, and you can... Uh, learn stuff that way like that's kind of neat but overall I find most of the game to be kind of frustrating also this game has th this both this Final Fantasy 1 and 3 have like the encounter rate is way too high yeah I downloaded a cheat engine script so I could turn off encounters for a bit mm -hmm. or actually no it lets you uh it modifies like the encounter rate too you can set it to like half as much mm -hmm. or whatever yeah, I don't know. Final Fantasy 2 was like, uh, I don't know if. Yeah, that's probably my least favorite. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Final Fantasy 3 was considerably better. I think 3 is cool. Mm -hmm. 3 has a lot of really cool ideas, like the job system. Yeah. And something that is different about Pixel Remaster than every other version of 3, though, is in all the other versions, when you switch jobs, there's like a penalty for switching jobs and you have to get adjusted to it. Right. In the Pixel Remaster, that's just not there. Okay. So, you can just switch jobs whenever. Um, and, yeah, it's still, like, on the story front, it still is basic. Especially, like, the job front, too, feels really basic as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and, yeah, just overall, like, you know, the NES trilogy, they're very basic. I don't know if I ever go to them again, but it's cool to see with, like, the beginnings of the series. Okay. Then, I've played Final Fantasy IV, so I jumped right to five. The best one. Not the best one. Four is the best one. Four is pretty good. I like four. Four is the best. Anyways. I really, I also really liked five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, five is great. Um, So going from three, which three's job system to five's job system uh, feels like a really good evolution. Um, each job you get like different skills or abilities that you can learn. And then whenever you learn them, you can equip them on to other jobs whenever you play them. Right. Which is cool. I think that, you know, you can do some really cool builds with that. Especially if you're like, yeah, let me get the... What is it? The Mime class? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Mime class that it can yeah. equip three abilities at once. Yeah. Yeah, and you can do some cool shit with that. Um, and also, I think the story in 5 is pretty good, too. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I enjoyed that cast of characters in that story. I thought that was cool. Gilgamesh is great. Right. I'm like, oh, I love seeing Greg here. <laughs> He's great. Because uh, my biggest exposure to him is in Final Fantasy XIV. Right. I have he no plays idea. a big part. Yeah, he, he plays a big part in one of the side quests. Mm -hmm. And uh, he is called Greg there. Mm -hmm. um, and he's there with his green chicken, Enkidu. Mm -hmm. Yeah, overall, Final Fantasy V was pretty good, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was... I was very, I was very satisfied with five, and overall, I think the classic, 
Final Fantasy games, they're pretty good. I think the Pixel Remaster is probably the best way to play them if you mod the font. Okay. Uh, then we jump into the game I'm currently playing right now, which is Final Fantasy VIII. Mm-hmm. Ha- have you played eight at all? Uh, I have watched the Spooty One Z view of Final Fantasy VIII. That's all I know. <laughs> Uh, I would say that's bad. <laughs> um, I don't know if I would trust Spoonie's Final Fantasy opinions. It's, it's fine. This is back in his golden days. Before, you know, he went and became Spoonie. Kind of insane on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy VIII is really interesting. So it's it's written by the same guy that wrote Final Fantasy VII and designs by Nomura and stuff like that. Um. So, the weirdest thing about it is I feel like it tries to really distinguish itself from 7 mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. One of the ways is through its gameplay systems. So, the two big things that are like pillars of Final Fantasy VIII's combat are GFs, <laughs> or Guardian Forces. But it is really funny when they're like, don't forget your GF, and I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, alright. <laughs> Which um, one? I have multiple in this game. And those are the summons. Mm -hmm. And all of the different GFs, they have, like, little stat boosts and, like, uh, passive abilities you can equip to your character and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, Which is neat. And then there's the junction system. Mm -hmm. Which is weird. So, and also the way with magic. So, with this, you don't learn spells. You have to draw magic from enemies. And you stock it into your magic pool. And then when you you take those stacks of magic and you junction them onto your stats. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get greater health, uh, greater attack, you know, all that stuff. That's how you... um, Because you don't really use... I I noticed you don't really use magic spells in this game. You junction magic properties to your attacks... So that way you do elemental damage whenever you attack them. Like that's that's like the best way to do it instead of casting magic. Mm-hmm. And it's a system that's very complex. It's complicated, but also it's really easy to break over your knee. Mm-hmm. If you play Triple Triad, which also this game has Triple Triad, a really great card game. Mm-hmm. If you play Triple Triad for like an hour or two in the beginning of the game, you get a certain type of card. You can get 100 tornado magic, equip that to your strength, and you're pretty much one hit killing every monster in like the first two discs, mm-hmm. which is pretty insane. Um, I found I find the gameplay stuff really interesting. I think it is a little too obtuse for its own good. Mm. Every every time things switch up and I have to re-equip all my junctions, I'm like just kind of roll my eyes i'm like all right i'm getting kind of tired of doing this mm-hmm. uh but overall i think it's like a really interesting systems if they had another go at it it probably would have been really good but i don't think a lot of people like the junction system mm-hmm. so i didn't really try it again uh but then outside of uh outside of the gameplay uh I really like the music. I think the music in 8 is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story is really interesting. I find some of the story elements they're doing uh, 
to be kind of confusing at times or doesn't go in depth as it should um and the cast is overall pretty good uh how much do you know of final fantasy 8's plot uh i I know it's a love story and that there's time travel involved so i don't know about well kind there's kind of time travel but i'm gonna kind of spoil final fantasy 8 here uh, there's a scene that confused that confused the hell out of me when I got to it. Mm-hmm. It takes place in an orphanage. Yeah. And it's where all of the characters except for Renoa find out they were all in the same orphanage when they were kids. What? And they just kind of forgot about it. And I'm like, this seems a little contrived. Mm-hmm. A little bit. And you all, all of you just forgot about Okay. And it was it was losing me right there, but then there's some stuff towards like the middle of disc three. I'm not gonna say what it is. It's really good. I'm like, oh, this is really like some really good story sequences here. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, it is a love story. I think all of the party members, aside from Squall and Renoa, feel kind of underdeveloped. Mm-hmm. But Squall and Renoa are also really good. Um, I think Squall's a good character. Uh, you know, he's someone who's very kind of shut off and he kind of seems like moody mm-hmm. and stuff. And you kind of see how he develops in the game. And I kind of liked it. I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. I'm getting close to the end. Okay. I don't know how much longer I have. I think I'm at like the bit where it's like, okay, do all of your side quests now mm-hmm. and then go into like the finale of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, I am liking it, aside from some weird you know, gameplay stuff and parts of the story being underdeveloped. Uh, but yeah, that's about all that I've played. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it for games. Uh, so what's up? You watched anything? Or? Uh, I watched The Glass Onion. Ooh, okay. What'd you think of Glass Onion? I prefer the first one, but still good. That's also my opinion. I I feel like LeBlanc's a really good like a secondary character, but like as a main character, I I feel like he doesn't work as well. Yeah, I can kind of feel that. Because I, I felt like a lot of his charm came in the fact we didn't see him like as often in the first film. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the mysterious detective character. I think he worked better for that. Uh, yeah. I also, there's some... like, the first five minutes he's just playing Among Us in the bathtub, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's... Okay, parts of this movie's script feels like it's a little too online. Yeah. And it's like... I don't know, it's like weird. It's like the part where... uh. Uh, is a there's a part where they're all getting ready to go on the boat, mm. and they're they're talking about COVID, and, and they're like, "Don't worry about COVID," and then they just like shoot them with something in their neck, yeah, and then and then they're fine. And I'm like, "You really have to bring up COVID if you're just gonna get rid of it like that?" I mean, it's fun. Rocky brought up COVID, and and JoJo lands. Yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, no, I also oh, felt like that was uh, that wasn't needed in the movie. But yeah, Jojo Lance. 
we'll talk about Jojo Lanes at the end with Geats because yeah. I think it's going to be a currently running spoiler block. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Glass Onion's overall pretty good. Um, I feel like the middle portion is like because you get past you know uh, the middle part where they start doing a bunch of reveals mm-hmm. and I was like okay yeah I guess you can just thoroughly explain everything mm-hmm. yeah I don't know yeah I, I do still, still definitely prefer the first one I hope they make a, uh, a Knives Out movie where everyone else in the cast are Muppets I think that's a great idea Yes, do it. Ryan Johnson. I know you're listening. Do that. Yeah. Big fan of the podcast. He is. Hey, you watch anything else? Uh, look, I'm going to be honest. Most of my days, it just involves sleeping and watching shitty YouTube documentaries. But that's... <laughs> I've been watching so many YouTube video essays about sitcoms recently. <laughs> I can relate to that. Well, go. I'll go into what I watched. Uh, I went on a mini Jackie Chan marathon. Oh, like the the, the cartoon Jackie Chan Adventures? <laughs> no, I mean Jackie Chan movies. Yeah, Jackie Chan Adventures. I mean, he is having adventures in these movies. <laughs> yeah, with the trying to check out the talismans. <laughs> yeah, uh, I watched Police Story 1 and 2. Okay. Uh, those are pretty good action movies. Um, I think the second movie is a little better. So the first one, it tries to be more of a comedy. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I don't think the comedy is very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second movie tries to be a bit more serious. And I think that works a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I watched those. Then another Jackie Chan movie I watched was Rumble in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. One thing you need to know about that that movie: Jackie Chan steals a hovercraft and throws a baby like a football. <laughs> it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have then I watched Operation Condor, which was uh, in an Indiana Jones style movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one was all right. Uh, there's some really cool stunts he does on a motorcycle at the beginning. Okay. So that was my mini Jackie Chan marathon. Uh, oh, did you watch Shin Ultraman? See, I never had a chance to go to the theater to watch it. Mm. I won't say too much. Shin Ultraman's pretty good. I, I haven't seen any Ultraman. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really fun. All I know this Ano fella, I haven't watched his uh, Evangelion you know, series. Uh, I hear yeah. he, I hear he hates it, but uh, I, I know he he really loves Tokusatsu. Yeah, he hates otaku. <laughs> Stupid people, <laughs> dude! I need uh, Shin Common Rider. It looks so good. I oh. need a I need screenings here. I'm pretty sure we're getting them. I just need to know when. <laughs> So, yeah, so I yeah, do. I, 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 I'm, I'm seeing that movie in theaters. I don't care. Me too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Shin Ultraman's pretty good. I don't want to say too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, then 
I watched Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Okay. I don't, I don't know if you've seen that. It, it sounds familiar. I wanted to say it was an adult swim. It was, yes. It was a British comedy show. Uh, it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all I really have to say about it. Uh, it's all on YouTube or Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the movie Falling Down. Okay. You ever seen that movie? No. Okay, it's... um. I don't condone anything that Michael Douglas's character does in the movie, but mm-hmm. uh, that scene where he goes to a fast food place and he wants breakfast, and it's five minutes past the time they start, they stop serving breakfast, so he pulls out a fucking gun from his duffel bag. <laughs> I'm like, I get it. I can relate. Uh, the thing that really surprised me is I'm watching the movie, I get halfway through, and I'm like, oh my god. This character is who they based Frank Grimes on in The Simpsons. <laughs> this makes so much sense. Uh, let's see, a couple of the movies I watched. I watched that new Puss in Boots movie. Oh yeah, the, the one that people were really surprised by. Yeah, it was surprisingly good. The animation's great, and I think it has a fun story. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I don't think it really has much outside of that. But, uh, yeah, it's fun. I highly recommend it if you like uh, good-looking animation. Mm-hmm. I watched the movie Black Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably one of the funniest parody movies that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Also highly recommended. I uh, uh, watched a couple foreign movies. I watched a movie called I Saw the Devil because it was leaving Amazon Prime. Okay. It's, it's a South Korean movie about a guy who uh, his wife is murdered by a serial killer, so he goes out on revenge. Mm-hmm. It's like a really intense suspense thriller movie. Mm-hmm. Overall, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I watched the Chinese uh, Hong Kong movie Infernal Affairs, which. You ever watched The Departed? No. Okay, The Departed, which is a Martin Scorsese movie. Mm-hmm. is an adaptation of this movie, Infernal Affairs. It's about uh, a guy who is a mole in, like, a crime syndicate. Okay. And then a guy who's a mole in the police. Kind of, like, uh, for the crime syndicate, kind of confronting each other. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty good. Uh, I think the ending is a little underwhelming. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to check out The Departed. And also it has two sequels. Okay. I don't I don't know maybe I'll check those out maybe that's fine mm-hmm. uh, and I watched my first Takeshi Miike film oh, oh, oh. a movie called First Love mm-hmm. it's really good it's a really good movie it's about a uh, a boxer who fi- finds out he has a brain tumor mm-hmm. and he meets uh, a girl who's being chased by uh, who's being chased by a gang and kind of like their adventures and yeah it's it's really good mm-hmm. highly recommended mm-hmm. uh, and oh yeah some anime finish too uh, the Legend of Heroes trail series got an anime mm-hmm. Trails of Cold Steel Northern War mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it looks like shit like it's <laughs> it looks really bad mm-hmm. 
but if you're a fan of the series, yeah, it's fine. I'd, I'd, I'd recommend watching it. It takes place between Cold Steel 2 and 3. Okay. Uh, and then Trigun Stampede also finished. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to get a second season. Um, first off, the animation on Trigun Stampede looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's really good. And then... Uh, aside from that, I feel like a lot of it's kind of inferior to the original anime. Okay. But it does some interesting stuff at the end. It makes me excited for season two. Okay. I don't want to say too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lastly, I saw John Wick Chapter 4. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pro- it's easily probably one of like the best action movies I've seen in years. Okay. That movie is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we go. Okay, I think that caught up all of the movies that I've seen. Mm-hmm. So, uh... You said you haven't seen anything else, really? Uh, I've been keeping up on One Piece. Because the One Piece is real. Is One Piece remained good? I mean, there's a lot of people debating the, the last chapter. Cause currently, I believe, on break week. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of the last chapter people really kind of, kind of debating. Of which... I mean, I don't know what they were expecting. So, uh, good old red hair Shanks, you know, most mysterious mysterious guy is the guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, he could one-shot people? Who would have thunk? <laughs> wow. It's, I mean, I thought the chapter was good. Other people didn't. I'm like, you're kind of stupid if you thought this one character was going to last more than five seconds against Shank. But, you know, it's what, it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Mm, yeah. All right. So I think we're going to have to get into our big segment. Because I know there's two... Because, you know, you you haven't done too much Mm-mm. recently. Mm-mm. But I know there's two things we've both been keeping up on. First off, uh, the new JoJo part has started. Yeah. JoJo Land. There are two ep- uh, two chapters out. Mm-hmm. And what do you think of Jojo Land so far? I'm enjoying it more than I did Jojolion. Okay. I, I I think our stands are very interesting so far. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we got a main character without an actual punch ghost. Yeah. He, he has more of a support ability. I'm like, well, that's interesting. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen with that. Is he going to get an upgrade that makes him punch? <laughs> uh, we, we got a thin boy transgender character question mark <laughs> I th- don't think they're transgender they're just a male who likes to cross dress but also we've only gotten that information from Jodio's perspective it's also true so maybe they are trans and he's just like you know he's like 15 we know they so got a penis yeah and that makes <laughs> one of the cops get mm. yeah who would have thought chapter 1 opens up with sexual assault from a cop <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the main character this time he wants to get a lot of money. Oh, oh, shouldn't we tell him what, uh, that his name is? That Joe Dio. Yeah, his name is Joe Dio Joestar. And I saw that. I was like, "What? The... <laughs> no, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Don't get Dio out of here." Apparently, Joe Dio is also like Spanish slang for like penis or something. I think so. Yeah. I saw that too. Yeah, uh, yeah. The first two chapters are so far pretty good. Yeah. 
it's weird to think about how oh man this is a JoJo part starting and I'm here at the beginning I might be here until I'm almost 40 yeah if it goes on as long as JoJo Leon did you know who else is going to be here to the time you're 40 <laughs> who Rohan Kishibe <laughs> that reveal at the end of chapter 2 made me go what the fuck are we doing <laughs> hold on let, let him cook what's he cooking <laughs> And now I'm sitting here like, I gotta wait for the next chapter, goddammit. Well, so that's why I'm wondering if we're going in like George Joestar kind of situation. Where, what do you mean by that? So, so in the George Joestar uh, novel, canon, by the way, so mm-hmm. there are three people that can survive the universal reset that Poochie did 38 times. Those being cars, which is why there's 38 cars on Mars. Uh... Jerno, mm, okay. because he has go and experience requiem with the ability of no, so it just negated him being reset. And then oh, Rohan, okay. and then Rohan Kishibe, who was so focused on working on Dark Pink Boy, he did not <laughs> notice the world reset multiple times. That's really funny. So yeah. God, I, I'm just so excited to see what the next chapter is going to be. I know, right? Have you read Part Eight yet? Yeah, I've yeah okay. I uh, I finished Part Eight. Okay, because I because I know some people who haven't, but they're reading Part Nine mm. because it's mm-hmm. you know it's current and you know not like hundred and ten chapters. Yeah, that is true. But yeah, Rohan's there, and uh, <laughs> and we'll probably never know why, because Rocky just won't bring it up. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder. Like, I just, I just wonder where it's gonna go. It's We're on a diamond heist with with pink guy. Does he still have heaven's door? Oh, probably. It, yeah, yeah, Rohan. Yeah, he still has heaven's door. Cause it's, see, that's why I don't know if this is actually a different universe's Rohan or if this is our same Rohan. He, was, he didn't get affected by the reset. He was so focused on manga. Yeah. Which is actually referenced in the uh, in part six. Because the guy's like, oh, number of artists can give up on time except for one. He's like, who is it? And he's like, Rohan Kishibe. <laughs> Man, whenever I watched part six, because I finished the anime last year, mm-hmm. I, I completely forgot about that part. Mm-hmm. It was great. Uh... So that was Joe Julian. I think it's time for our last big spoiler segment. Oh boy, geeks! Oh yeah. Oh, you know what else I gotta talk about? I've been mm-hmm. watching *Common Rider Black* slowly. Mm-hmm. The original. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Just does let me know when you get to the part when they uh in uh Black RX where all the *Common Riders* are there, so I can go. I am Amazon, but this. <laughs> I will get to Black RX when Discotech puts out the Blu-ray for it. Mm-hmm. Which is coming later this year. Okay. Alright, but Geats. Geats. We both, we, and we both watched a new episode. Oh, it was so good. Geats has been really good. Especially the past, like, couple weeks has just been... Yeah. Oof. It's really nice watching Kamen Rider week to week and being excited 
again. Yeah, because Revice didn't do that towards the middle. <laughs> Revice, fucking, it got bad, man. Oh, fuck, who was it? Who, which which was one of the actors? Is like, yeah, I don't think I don't think Revice is really good in that second half. Uh, yeah, Daiji's actor. Yeah. Like just, oh my god, big stretches of nothing happening. And then the final arc didn't have enough time. But, but where, anyway. Where, where, where they killed the main bad guy twice. <laughs> they killed the main bad guy twice and they get to the final arc with Kamen Rider Juga and it's like, this doesn't have enough time to do what you want to do. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, it's not great. Oh. But you know what is great? Geats is great. Geats is great. Geats the Fortnite is really good. season. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Thank you, Fortnite, for inspiring Geats. I can't wait for Peter Griffin to be in Kamen Rider Geats. <laughs> I gotta say, um, if they got Kamen Rider Geats into Fortnite, I think that would push me in. <laughs> you know what? I, but, but that's not gonna happen. I mean, the fucking uh, Kamen Rider skin in Overwatch didn't get me in, so get fucked. But was it an actual Common Rider skin, or was it just like Common Rider inspired? It was very Common Rider inspired. But I'm like, ooh, but that's really cool. And Riff almost baited me, but fuck you, Riff. You can't trick me. Yeah, well, see, the difference is Overwatch is a first-person shooter. Fortnite's a third-person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meaning you can actually see the costume. That's also true. Yeah, man, Geats has been great. Like. Just very, very surprised by it. Uh, uh, Cause what, like the last few weeks, what are some good reveals that have happened? Got, uh, I mean, th- when they showed um, all of Ace's previous inc- uh, in- incarnations wishes. Oh, oh, the fact that that one line is like, "Well, how long have you been doing this?" And he's like, "Since like one AD." And everyone's like, "Wait, what? <laughs> Use some sort I of fucking th- time traveler." <laughs> I thought he was just being like a, just being like a prick. <laughs> no. Like, oh yeah, I've been doing it since one AD. <laughs> oh, so I love it because like, no. like I know if, like if before if you went in the fucking common writer wiki, they just said Ace had immortality and he hasn't aged because he's been doing these games since the age age one AD. So he must have made a wish to live forever. And then the reincarnation yeah. shit happened, and the wiki's like fuck. <clears throat> Fuck, we gotta update this. Uh, oh. Boost Mark II is a really good form. Boost Mark II. Sounds really good. Uh, I, I like how he has the uh, laser upgrade too. Yeah, which you got shortly after. I'm, yeah, I'm, I did notice uh, mm-hmm. he gets five boost icons behind him, mm-hmm. one for each incarnation that has played the game. Hmm. Mm, symbolism, yes. Mm. Oh god, there was a line that made me lose my mind. It was like, "This world is three point five D or something." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In this three point five D dimension or whatever, it's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, what does that mean? Are we gonna get some zero escape bullshit? All ice, Alice. Is that you? <laughs> Oh, 
are we, we going to go onto a space station and reveal that we were an old man the entire time? <laughs> Does this game actually take place on Mars? <laughs> That'd be wild. The entire time in Kamen Rider Geats, there's been an old man right off screen. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, if they start talking about termites, I'm going to start losing my shit. Yeah, Geats has been great so far. Today's episode was fantastic. Twist obvious, but execution fucking perfect. Yeah, when they mentioned to Neon's father that, like, they gave them uh, their child, I thought, oh, was, uh, was, like, Neon's mom, like, was she, like, infertile or something, and that's how they got a child? Mm -hmm. It's like, nope. Their old child died, and then they got a new one. Fucking rip. Oh, but then Ace went sicko mode. Yeah, oh. he got pissed. Oh, and Ace's like, alright, I guess I gotta take this seriously. I'm gonna fucking punch the shit out of you. Motherfucker wasn't even flashy, he was just fucking punching. And then Tycoon's just in jail. Yeah. Tycoon can't have nothing. Yeah, I'm glad it seems like, you know, the principal cast, they're all going to get, like, their little arcs. Well, I'm hoping uh, Neon and Tycoon get their own uh, their own laser upgrades. That would be pretty good. That would make sense. Because I think that'd be pretty well, fantastic. Would they just get laser upgrades, or would they also get, like, a second form and then the laser upgrade? Well, I don't know, because in the fucking next time, because next week's also going to go fucking hard just for that preview. Yeah, but but fucking uh, what's uh, neon sponsors like with her in the background? So who, who knows? Yeah, that total fucking tsundere guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's fine. I'm just I'm I'm looking forward to the tycoon arc so he can actually finally do shit instead of just being yeah. you know the the joke character. I like how his sponsor's the frog. Yeah, it's great. He just picks it up. He's like, put me down. I am that frog. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Real, yeah, real excited for that to continue. I I enjoy that Geach is a Kitsune and Tycoon is a, is a Tanuki because they have a rivalry. So I oh yeah! So I can't wait for the final episode to be Geats versus Tycoon, and we'll see who wins. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm definitely getting a lot of uh, Ryuki uh, Kabuto vibes mixed in here for Geats. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, like, what's your face? Uh, Baba Bro is only, like, 15 years old. Her actress? Yeah, is only, like, 15. What? Really? So the only reason I know that is because on the common writer subreddit, it's like, you people no, shouldn't, be drawing, should, shouldn't be drawing Rule 34 of this character. Her actress is only, like, 15. I'm like, this guy's full of shit. So then I Google, it's like, oh, no, she's 15. What the fuck? Yeah. That's weird to think about. Find Boofus gonna be Glare too. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna find a way to open that belt like uh like Vulcan did in Zero One. He's just gonna overpower it. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's do it. Glare Glare Bufa. I do find it funny that uh the current round is bullfighting, but Bufa's the matador, but he's just the bull. That's ironic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I wonder if he's just going to yeah. throw the match next week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who knows? God, it's... Because I just looked her up. It's so weird seeing that she was born in 2007. Yeah! <laughs> like, oh, that's fucking me up. Because you think they'd all be adults. <laughs> but no. Hell, uh, Geats is actor. He was born in 2002. Oh, that's fine. He's 21. That doesn't freak my brain out. Unlike, you know, the 15-year-old. It's like, hold on, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Oh, Neon, uh, Neon's actress just turned 18. Which is funny. I think she just turned 19 in the episode today. I think so. I think that's what it said. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's our that's our little spoiler block about current stuff that's been going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so have you uh, you played anything else? Seen anything else? Uh, I, I've I, I've listened to a bunch of audiobooks thanks to our uh, sponsor, the Audible. Use use code misconduct at Audible to get twenty percent off. <laughs> I don't know if they would like that code. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> No, it's fine. They probably wouldn't. They 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 probably would go with the uh, the code of midnight. But I thought it'd be funnier to say misconduct because, like, oh, what, oh, what kind of podcast are you? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, man, we're, no, man, we're just like a gaming podcast. Don't worry about it. We 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 do a little trolling. Just a little trolling. Just a little trolling. That's all we do. Any other audio books? Ha- like how's that been going? I, I I've been listening to a lot of D and D audiobooks. Okay. But uh, I'm currently in the middle of one, so I don't want to get into that right now. A D and D audiobook is that like a story based on like a D and D campaign or? Oh, so so like what I'm I'm currently reading uh, or what I have read, have actually been based uh, in the Shadowlands uh, universe, a Dragonlands <laughs> universe. My bad, not Shadowlands. Oh, okay. Which got picked up later, but whatever. It's it's his own. It was his own thing, but that was based on like like their main character Tannin's half elf, and was from a campaign they used to run or whatever. And they just like built like a whole like lore and like stories around them because the first three books were okay. based on the War of the Lance, which is this whole whole situation. Because I have okay. read. Oh, I forgot. I watched that 90s show. Oh, hold on. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I've, I've gone through 11 audiobooks so far. Damn. Do you do, you do like, a lot of driving at your job? I mean, I, my, I have like an hour commute. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. But, but it's more so I just have like a head, headphone in most of the day, so it's just... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I completely forgot that I watched that 90s show. 
How was that? It, it's a show. In the 90s? In the 90s, yeah. I mean... Like, is it still the same cast, or...? I mean, so, it's, uh... It's, uh, Eric's parents are watching yeah. his daughter for the summer. I can't remember what year in the 90s, but... I mean, there, there's some funny bits, because mm-hmm. at, at one point, Eric Eric's daughter uh, is trying to rent the, the, the film Clerks, right? Okay. But, but so, someone rented it out, and they haven't returned it, and it's been Leo the whole time. So so her so her and Katie go get the try to get the tape back from Leo, and Katie's like, oh, yeah, I, I know him, and Eric's daughter's like, well, how do you know him? He's like, oh, he was just a grown man who hung with your dad and his friends in the basement. Looking back on that, we shouldn't have allowed that. <laughs> and, and there was also, like, a joke in, like, episode one where, like, Eric and Donna were talking about leaving their daughter there for the summer. And Donna's like, oh, don't worry, Eric, will be fine. You, you fucking, you, your parents, you know, watched us when we were younger. And Eric's like, yeah, and look what, look what we did. <laughs> you can't trust them. <laughs> I do feel like, uh... There's a lot of cameos that really could have been done like a whole lot better. Oh yeah. So Ashton Christian and so- Mina Kunis make a make a cameo at the end of episode one, right? For okay. no reason than just to make a cameo. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. And, and they reveal that the that the crush that Eric's daughter has is the son of Kelso. Right, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just. <laughs> Because cause later on, there's, there's a bit in the last episode. Because Fez is dating the mom of Eric's daughter's new best friend who's living in Donna's old house because they're neighbors. So Fez is just okay. in the basement smoking weed with that friend group. And he goes, oh man, your circle sucks. I miss my circle. And then he hallucinates, like, you know, because they use that Gemini man technology to de-age the actors. Oh no! Yeah, so, so mm. they got they had like young Eric and like fucking Kelso and fucking what's her face Jackie. I'm like, see, that would have been great as a cameo, because that would have been funny that we wasn't expecting and stuff. You know, it's kind of shoehorning them into episode one. Like, is this that eighty show? Yeah, that's like three episodes. It was kind of bad. Okay. Huh. Like they 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 left it open ended for like a season two. Oh, they did? Okay. But see, see, what gets me, right? Because Katie's like, oh, yeah, you can just use the basement for the summer and hang out down here. Your dad left some board games and stuff down here. And they open up one, like, the board games. They find, like, a bag of weed that's been down there since, uh, like, the 80s. I'm like, I'm like, hold on. Wait a minute. I don't think that should be good. <laughs> so I did a little research. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it turns out, like, after five years, like, yeah, it just loses, like, all, like... Like of all of that shit, so smoking it would do okay. nothing. So I'm like, wow, that took five minutes of Google and Netflix. <laughs> the fuck oh, are you doing? I did look it. I did look it up. They renewed it for a 16 episode second season. See, I knew it. Oh yeah, it sure was a movie. My movie, I bet. I mean, TV series. Yeah, like a, one of those weird 10 episode Netflix series. Oh yeah, I'm like sure. It sure is a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Uh. 
Yeah. Well, that's about all I've done in recent weeks. Same. I'm going to continue to play Final Fantasy. I'm going to continue to work 12-hour shifts and then come home and just go to sleep and watch shitty YouTube essay videos. That's a plan. <laughs> yeah. I think, like I said, I forget if I've said it on this podcast, but yeah, I've been watching a lot of essays about uh, sitcoms. There's a, there's a YouTuber named... I think he's just named Jose. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just watched the one he did on... Uh, married with children mm-hmm. and I watched the one that he did on Cheers mm-hmm. like last week mm-hmm. I'm like oh yeah, I'll just add every video essay this guy's done to my watch later he's mm-hmm. done one on like Frasier, 70s show Golden Girls, Cosby Show, Bel Air mm-hmm. oh yeah I forgot they're doing that that, that new version of the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air on like HBO Max as a drama isn't it like sh- yeah, it's like a drama. That's weird. Yeah, I've never seen it. I just know they did that. Why would you do that? Money. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's why we end the episode. That makes sense. <laughs> just end the episode right there on money. Uh. Yeah, but that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got, too. Wonderful. All right, join us in the next episode. Uh, or, uh, uh, what are we going to do next episode? Uh, we'll be back in six months and we'll talk about the new Kamen Rider. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll probably do a spoiler cast for Geats this year. Yeah. We'll probably do a spoiler cast for Shin Kamen Rider when that comes hits. over. Yeah, because I know they want to do a U.S. release, just don't know when. Yeah, I saw Shout Factory retweet that trailer. I'm like, ooh. Ooh. Come on, give uh, me it. Yeah, please. Um, and then I'm trying to gaslight Riven into buying a PlayStation 5 so he can get Final Fantasy 16. Hold on, I know what to do. I'm going to okay. message him right now. Where's my phone? Right. I, I don't know where I put my phone. I'll message him on Discord. <laughs> Hold on. Where, 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 where are you, Raven? Why can't I find Raven? Apparently, Raven doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, I know why. I was looking at the wrong name. I was like, bro, have you considered buying a PS5? So, uh, so what are you messaging him? <laughs> oh, oh no, my headphones are gone. <laughs> Let's go. Rip my headphones. But anyways, I'll just stop recording. Join us next time in which uh, we convince him to buy a PlayStation 5. We're going to do this. <laughs>